0: Hello and welcome to another MLB edition of the DFS Today podcast. My name is Joe Arrico and you guys may know me as the host of Fantasy MLB Today, also here on Sports Ethos. Now with basketball coming to an end, I've been asked to do some shows over on this channel to try and keep the DFS train going throughout what is considered to be the DFS down season slash off season. So we're going to be giving you another show here today and we're going to be going over our results from yesterday So we'll quickly talk about, and for those of you who haven't listened so far, we go over the Yahoo platform here for DFS because, as I have said, I live in Ontario where DFS is no longer able to be gambled upon. They have made it so that you can enter free contests on Yahoo, and DraftKings and FanDuel are completely barred. There is no contest that I can enter on there as of right now. Hopefully that changes soon because I used to really enjoy making a few extra bucks off of DFS. I still have been playing it. Just the free tournaments because that's how obsessed I am with it, but it's unfortunate I can't use it to supplement my income anymore. But that doesn't mean you guys can't. You guys can go on Yahoo. You guys can enter these lineups. And if you entered the lineups of the if you entered the suggested lineup that I gave yesterday, it would have scored one hundred and sixteen point seven fantasy points, which across pretty much every contest is going to score you uh, in in the green. There obviously are some different. some different ones where there might be a higher threshold for, for money. Some of them where it might be a lower threshold. But 116 points, we are very happy with that. We have scored, of the 20 days of the MLB season so far, we've scored over 100 points 14 times. So we're hitting at 70%, which I, I really like so far. That is a really nice number for me. We had Josiah Gray and Carlos Rodon as our pitchers, and they scored 20 and 33 points respectively. Uh, It was a shame Josiah Gray gave up a three-run homer to Joey Wendell, which really put a damper on his line there. But other than that, we were very happy there. Yasmani Grandal was my catcher. He returned 7.8 points. Um, Not not a crazy line, but he had a double and a walk. Trevor Story, I had it second. He had nine points. Bobby Witt Jr. had 11.6 points. Uh, A big score for me yesterday in the outfield was Mike Trout, who went two for three with a double, a homer, and three runs. And he also drew a walk. So... Uh, Mixed in with the slightly disappointing Franmil Reyes, uh, Andrew Vaughn, and to a lesser degree Yuli Gurriel, we had a very nice day scoring 116 points. And I'm feeling even more confident in today's lineup than I was in yesterday's lineup. It's a really nice slate tonight. Uh, I'm going to be looking at the 7 p.m. start time, the 7.05 Eastern Time start time. That didn't really sound great, but you guys know what I'm talking about here. We're going to be looking at the game starting 7 o'clock or later, and there is a decent amount of them. So we'll start off with the pitchers, as we typically do here. There are some decent options, Uh, not just the guys I'm going to be giving you, my two preferred guys, but there are some other guys as well. So Pablo Lopez is my preferred starter of the night across everything. doesn't matter really what format you're on, even if you are doing DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever. A lot of what I'm saying will still apply. Pricing will obviously be a little bit different, so you'll have to work on trying to fit players into your lineup. But Pablo Lopez is a go across every platform tonight. He's been one of the best pitchers in baseball so far this year, and he gets a struggling Nationals team. So I very much like this matchup here. I think he can easily give you 30 fantasy points somewhere in that range. Uh, Joe Ryan is also an interesting target here. I'm not going to be going after him here because I'm not quite as certain as Lopez. But at 46 uh, against Detroit, he is not a bad option. Jordan Montgomery at 38 against Baltimore is another really nice one, and he's one that I really considered putting into my lineup, but I ended up going with Christian Javier for $36 against the Rangers. The only one small downside might be with Javier is that he's not allowed to throw as many pitches as some of these other guys. But with his high strikeout rates and the fact that he's facing a not a great Rangers team, I feel very comfortable using Javier here. That pretty much does it on the pitching side for options. There's not much, I mean you can take a shot on Otani for 43. It is not a not a bad not a bad call, um, but I'd be a little bit more cautious about using Otani tonight. a little bit more pricey than I would have wanted at 43. In the catcher slot, I have used a minimum price player here, Kyle Higashioka. He's the least sexy player in my lineup for tonight. He's just more of a fill-in and someone that I'm expecting to eventually turn it around after having a very hot spring I know he's not been great so far but I like the matchup here against Baltimore so I'm going to be putting him into the lineup uh, the pitcher for the for the Orioles is Tyler Wells and he's really not had a great go of things so far so I like using uh, any Yankees today really but I, I like Higashioka here he's a very low price low risk guy to put in your lineup there at the minimum value. I have Vladimir Guerrero as my first baseman tonight of choice. Now, also saying Matt Olson will be a very nice option, and the Braves are going to be a stack we're going to be talking about in a second. So, Matt Olson's a decent option here as well. But Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has not hit a home run in ten games. He's been productive throughout those games. Still on the fantasy side, he's gotten multiple hits several times. Uh, he's scored some runs. He's driven in a few, and he's drawn a lot of walks. But he's not hit a home run in ten games. I don't think that that streak's going to go on any longer than tonight. I think that he will hit a home run, and that. Maybe is a little ridiculous of me to say, but I like the matchup against Michael Walker. He's not, he's actually been all right this year, Michael Walker, but the, the kind of pitcher he is, I like that matchup versus Guerrero. And especially a player like Guerrero, there comes a time when you're just due, and he's due. So I really like Guerrero tonight. And there is a big portion of this, as I've talked about in some previous editions, uh, a big portion of this just comes down to gut feeling. Um, A lot of guys are similarly priced. A lot of guys are going to produce on any given night. Sometimes it just comes down to your gut feeling, and I have a good gut feeling about Vlad tonight, so that's why I'm using him in a large part there. Now, the Braves are going to be going up against Mark Leiter Jr., who has struggled a little bit so far this year. He hadn't been in the majors before this year for, I think, four or five seasons. I think 2018 was his last year in the bigs. So I'm not very confident in his abilities. So that's why I put three Atlanta Braves into my lineup for tonight. Ozzie Albies, Dansby Swanson, and Adam Duvall. Swanson and Duvall have both been struggling, so that's why they are cheaper. So that's why I kind of felt a little more comfortable putting them in there at the cheaper price that they are. Adam Duvall especially is due to turn it around. He has not hit a home run this year. He hit 38 of them last year. So he is also someone who is really just due to turn it around. And I'm thinking this is a good matchup for him to do it in. Similar reasoning uh, rationale behind Dansby Swanson. No home runs, not great production this year, but with the cheap price, twelve dollars I like him uh, going into this matchup against Chicago and Leiter. Uh, So I filled in the other spots on the infield with Gio Urshela at third base. A nice $10 option here, who's had fairly steady production this year. So I like Gio Urshela at $10. The other options I have in the outfield are Jesus Sanchez, who, again, is on a very hot streak. Uh, Not again, because I'm just talking about some cold guys. But he is someone who is Definitely capable of having a big outing against Eric Fetty. He hit a ball very deep last night, looked like it was going to be a home run. It wasn't. He's really having what is looking like a breakout season, Jesus Sanchez. And at a $19 price here, it feels very reasonable to me against not a very accomplished Nationals pitcher. So I like I like Sanchez there. And then I have Kyle Tucker as my last outfielder. And the main reason is that he has just started to come alive these last few games. He went deep yesterday. He's stolen a couple of bases. Oh, He stole one base uh, the game before yesterday, so it's nice to see the speed coming back a little bit. The average is still at 175, but he does have seven hits over his last four games to go along with the home run. Four runs driven in. So I really like Kyle Tucker here. He's going to start climbing back up in price. He started the year well over $20, $22, $21, $20. And then he ended up going down to 11 $12, $13. He's working his way up back up to $15 here. So Kyle Tucker is someone to definitely keep an eye on for tonight. I would I would recommend using him here. I just think once a guy like him is in a hot streak, it's not going to be broken out of just quite yet. Uh, you need maybe calling it a hot streak is pushing it a little bit, but he's going up against Glen Otto, who is still young, who's still hey, granted, had a very good first start, but I'm not so confident that he's gonna be able to get through that Astros lineup. And Kyle Tucker is a major reason why he's one of the bigger pieces of that lineup, despite the fact that he hasn't performed so far this year. So I'm really liking Kyle Tucker in the $15 price range there. Let's talk about some more pivot options. We do this every day, just in case one of these guys that I talk about ends up going on the bench, going on the IL, whatever it may be. Um, I give you a couple of options in a similar price range who I like. So Higashioka is at the minimum, and again, I've talked about this. I don't really like the catcher spot for DFS. There's not a lot of great options typically. That being said, other than Higashioka, I like Christian Vasquez tonight also at the minimum. Uh, Alejandro Kirk has burned me too many times here to really go back to that well. A lot of times this year I've been expecting him to break out, and of course with me saying this, he'll probably hit hit a home run tonight. But I just don't know if I can trust him anymore, even at the minimum salary, $7. It's it's tempting, Alejandro Kirk, but I don't know that I can really trust him there. Not too many guys that I'm terribly interested on the catcher side tonight. There's not a ton of great options as far as I see it. Uh, At first, I already mentioned Matt Olsen as being a decent alternative there to Vlad Guerrero, who I have slotted in. Uh, I like the matchup against Leiter or against Mark Leiter. I I think every Atlanta guy is going to have a decent matchup tonight. I don't have a lot of faith in lighters' ability. So if you want to plug in any Braves players, by all means, they will be valuable tonight. And second, I have Ozzie Albies. And again, I'm recommending the Braves players, and I'm, these guys are going to be starting most likely. So I wouldn't really tinker with it too much. But if they don't start, if something happens, Trevor Story has seemed to be coming out of his funk. He has a five-game hit streak. And another guy who's due to hit a home run is Trevor Story. So he's a decent option tonight. Santiago Espinal has also been really on fire over the last week or two. So he's a decent option there at $13. And Marcus Simeon as well. He's kind of fluctuated in price a little bit, and he has not been what you would have expected for Marcus Simeon. But at $13, he's a decent value play. Uh, As we keep moving on, Dansby Swanson is short. He's probably the best guy in that range. Carlos Correa is the same price, but Carlos Correa I'm not very interested in. He's not done He's not been very good, Carlos Correa, so far this year. Uh, neither is D'Ansby Swanson, but I feel a bit better in Swanson tonight than in Correa. I feel very good about the Braves tonight. The Braves, uh, I, I expect them to have a big explosion tonight. So that's why I have three of them in my lineup. Jesus Sanchez I have in the lineup because he's just been very hot. Eric Fetty is really not a great pitcher, and I think Sanchez is... I just have one of those gut feelings about Sanchez. That's what it's coming down to here. He hit a ball very hard last night, just missed a home run. I think he'll hit a home run tonight. So not so scientific there in terms of Sanchez. Uh, I like the match up with Fetty, sure, but uh, there is a lot of gut feeling in that one as well. Uh, Kyle Tucker, yeah, there's not really anybody else that I would want to switch with. Like the same thing with Sanchez. If they don't start, then, I mean, Giancarlo Stanton at 16 is very, very appealing. Uh, I also like the Yankees tonight against Taylor Wells. Uh, is it Taylor? Taylor? Or Tyler? It's Tyler Wells. My apologies. I like the Yankees tonight. They did have a bit of an offensive outpouring yesterday. I think it was was it ten runs, twelve runs they scored yesterday. So having that on on back to back days may not be really realistic. But they're not facing a very talented arm tonight in Wells. So I feel comfortable deploying Yankees uh, as well as Braves tonight. They they are my preferred targets for this evening. Uh, that will pretty much wrap it up here for us. We don't give you too long of a show here. Not sure still on the interest level of Yahoo DFS. I realize it is more of a small market. I, I mean, I still I still do see these contests because I can't enter them, but I can still view them. There are still tons of DFS players on Yahoo. So if you are one of those players, we have been very successful so far this year. Like I said, we've scored over a hundred points on fourteen out of our twenty matchups. So given our fourteen out of twenty days, we've scored we've scored hundred points. So give us a uh, give us a shot. You know, so far we've been really good. I'm not, as I said, putting my own money on this because I can't anymore. Uh, it's it's, I I just can't do it. It's not possible. Hopefully soon there is some kind of new DFS site or maybe they bring back DraftKings or maybe they just who knows. I don't know what's going to happen. I'd like to be able to start making some more money on this going forward. But if you guys have been listening to my advice on this show and on my own show on Fantasy MLB Today, then you guys have done fairly well so far in DFS. So please give us a listen. We do spend quite a bit of time here on on looking at the good matchups. And I spend probably about an hour plus each day just evaluating uh, game slates for DFS purposes, uh, as well as for season long and whatever else purposes. But I spend quite a bit of time looking at this So if you guys do want to give us a follow, I'll give you the Twitter. It's at JoeOrico99. That's at J-O-E-O-R-R-I-C-O 99. Sometimes I'll screenshot one of my lineups and put it out on Twitter. Uh, I post fantasy baseball-related stuff throughout the day, list of most added players, things like that. So go and give our show or my show a follow there, uh, Fantasy MLB Today. Uh, And if you guys are liking what you're hearing over here, then by all means, let me know on Twitter. Send me a DM or at me. Uh, and if you guys could leave a review down below uh, a nice review nice comments whatever that would be very nice help the show move up in the uh, in the search results so that'll be it for us here today guys i appreciate you guys tuning in here and we will see you back here tomorrow for more dfs fun have a good day everyone